Welcome to the Breakfast with Champions podcast, where every day we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration to help you reach your full potential. You can check us out at bwcdaily.com. On this show, we feature celebrity interviews as well as experts and leaders in fields like business, marketing, sales, branding, and mindset. Our goal is to give you a seat at the table to listen in on conversations with some of the most amazing people around the world, people who are doing the things you know you can do and reaching the levels you know you can reach. So get ready to be motivated and inspired and grab your seat at the table for the Breakfast with Champions podcast. And don't forget to check us out at bwcdaily.com. Um, I am a behaviorist and I help you get to change fast. So if you are looking for the, uh, you know, more therapeutic, warm and fuzzy, uh, that would not be me. Um, I am somebody to be able to move to action quickly, but really understanding why the root behavior that you're actually fighting against. And so when we look at next year, a lot of people get into like New Year's resolutions and all that other stuff. And again, if you've had the same same goal on your year, year after year, you're stuck in a pattern, which means the likelihood of you solving it this year is like none. Um, because the mind that creates the problem cannot create the solution. So if you have the same thing from last year to this year, let's do something differently because your mind cannot look at the solution, can't see the solution clearer. So we start with an overarching word. Um, And for those people who follow like Steve Harvey and a couple of those guys, you see them doing that right now as well. Um, Those have been my clients for years. And so when you take a look at What is my overarching word for the year? Listen up. It has to be in your opposite skill set. And what I mean by that is you, the the masculine to do action oriented energy. And again, it has nothing to do with gender. Um, For people who know me, um, who follow me, I ride first with masculine energy. I'm very action oriented. So my mind goes to action first, followed by the yin and energy, which is, well, why are we doing it? Some people start with, why are we doing it? And then go, what is the next action step? There is no right or wrong. It is your default state. Now, when you're trying to instill change, if you are of the doing energy, masculine, and you pick a word that is of doing in masculine, it will not work. You got the wrong word. Are you listening to me? This is where people go wrong when they create these visions and these goals for next year. If you're action-oriented and you have an action-oriented word, that is not where growth happens. Growth happens in your opposite energy and it's your shadow energy. It's harder. It's much harder to work in your shadows. So for me, if I would pick words like growth, right, uh, measurables, any of those, they're not going to work for me because that is my primary default. It's what I do instinctually, which means it's harder for me to become present and be objective. I've got to pick an opposite word. So for example, last year, my word was vulnerability. I hate that word. (laughs) I hate that word 
but that was my word all year. I had to make sure everything that I was doing to take action, my default state, moved through the energy of vulnerability first. Now, let me just tell you, I had a rip roaring year. Oh my goodness, what a roller coaster that was. But I've had tremendous growth. So again, here we go again, we're going into this year. And so I've got to pick the word from my opposite skill set. Does that ring a bell for anybody that is here? Is it the first time that you've ever heard it? Uh, does it answer any questions? Amelia. Yes. Hey, it's Rhonda. Hey, oh my God, how are you? I'm fantastic. I just got my book, so excited. I have not started reading it yet, but thank you for describing the word because immediately when you said to pick your word, I was all over it. I was like, all right, I got my word but it was going to be the wrong word. So thank you so much yeah. for breaking down. How oh, you're my, ple right my pleasure, right? I mean, that's the whole reason about putting out the book was I'm trying to show people where they think they know, but you don't really know, right? And so chapter four dials into picking out your word, but I'm also here Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays to decode. That's all we did yesterday. People were coming up to stage saying, here's my word. And I was like, okay, here's what you need to consider so that you really lock it in. And we're gonna to continue to do that. And because you bought the book, you're gonna get, we, we were doing um, a lot of Zoom calls, right? Inside of the DG community to help people step-by-step, step, make sure they got the right word and what does it mean and what that impact is going to be before you start doing it, right? So I can tell you based on the word, what challenges are gonna come up for you so that you're prepared before you get cut some of the the deep learning growth. So I, so I love it. So once you figure out what your word is, please, 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 please come back and let's banter about it so that you can feel really good about the learning that's coming forward. Um, is there anybody here who wants to share their word? I know it's a big vulnerability statement to say. Does anybody want to share their hey, word? Amelia. Amelia. Hey, Amelia, it's Patricia. Hello. There's my freaking frack. Hello, freaking frack. <laughs> so I'm out walking, so it may sound like I'm on the side of a freeway. I'm not. Um, so my word this year is heard, and as Amelia knows, I would rather just do stuff. Like, if you give me a, a list of things to do, I like taking action and doing things. But when it comes to asserting myself to be heard in situations, that's where I'm like, uh, I kind of like being behind the scenes a little bit. But I know that, you know, Amelia and I are business partners. We're growing a business, we're out meeting clients, we're speaking, we're on panels, we're doing clubhouse rooms and things like that, that in order for anyone to, for me to be able to share my genius, I have to take the steps to be heard, which if those of you guys that don't know, Amelia is actually an introvert too. And so that is something that she does a great job of, is making sure that she's heard. And so it's really about stepping into the growth you want to take for the next 12 months in order to become the person that you want to be. And then keeping it top of mind, sharing it with those around you so a million knows. So we were on TV together in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk ago. about that story. Talk about that story. I'm like, okay, you want to be heard. Here we go. Yeah, and she was just like, on the way there, you know, she's, we're talking about a broken foot, and we're talking about a meeting from the day before, and all these things, and meanwhile, my anxiety's going up, and finally I said, 
you know, I've never been on TV before, right? And she just assumed, because we're freaking fracked, that we've done the exact same things. <laughs> and so we had to walk through what that process looks like. What is it when all these cameras are on you? How quick do you have to pick in? How do you step into a conversation? So those are, you know, that's a new skill I have now. And now we have a monthly segment on TV in Arizona because I said yes. And so that's what you want to think about on your word. And like Amelia said, chapter four, you do a self-assessment to understand what side, whether it's doing or feeling, you, there's questions that you answer that will help you identify where you naturally start because we've had so many people in the monthly calls. If you want to be part of the monthly calls, we're no longer doing pre-orders on our website. We're sending people to Amazon. So you need to go to our website and just join the newsletter list. And then you'll be part of that community. Or if you're in the course, you're obviously part of that community too. But everybody wanted to think that they are an action first person. When really, when they did this assessment, they realized that they approach a situation with feeling first. But we all like to think that we're action people. So it's really, really important. So I'm going to pass it back to you because I sound like I'm about ready to keep going. <laughs> a breathing attack. Here we keep going. Too fast. No, no, those yeah. are all great points. And again, as a behaviorist, I've been doing this for years and years and years and years and years and years that either people start with the vision and the planning for next year and there isn't an overarching word. And I'm like, okay, you have no root here. So that's, you know, that's not going to work, you know, or they pick a word that is already within their sphere of strength. And so it won't work either. The word will actually make you want to puke, right? It literally will hit you so in the gut gut that you're like, mm, I don't know about that one, right? And you know that that starts to be the right word for you and it's crafted. But that is what activates the energy of the opposite side and the way you strengthen one side, it automatically strengthens your strength. Now you've got energetic momentum. So when people talk about law of attraction, well, that now you have aligned energy into your area of growth to actually start attracting on both your primary and your secondary side. Um, who else was trying to jump in? Because I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. The segment's fast. Who else? Who else is talking about words? This is Debbie Dowling Waba. Hi, Amelia. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Thank I'm you. Doing well. So my word is going to be consistent because I start a lot of things, but I don't stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Consistent. So tell me more about what you think that word is about. Tell, get underneath it with me for a little bit. Consistent. So for me, I think it means that when I start habits, I tend to do them for a little bit. And then I'm like, well, I don't need to do this anymore. So I don't stay consistent, but I need to do it. So, you know, like exercise, I'll exercise for a few days and then I stop because I'm like, well, I don't need to do this anymore. So I really do need to do the things. So I decided that my word is going to be consistent so that I stay consistent in doing what I need to do. Mm -hmm. So walk with me for a second, right? I want you just to think and lean into the word consistent 
and just feel your body for a second. Just kind of scan your body to kind of just see if there's any like little uh, ouchy points. And then I want you to say the word discipline and see if it resides in your body differently than consistency. Which one has more of a physical jerk in your body? Consistency. Consistency. Okay. Right. So you have to think about that, right? So think about me holding you to consistency or me holding you to discipline, how your body reacts to it, because that starts to give you the indication which word is correct. Discipline lives in masculine and consistency is a little bit over to the other side, which is more of like your, your why and your emotional and the, that type of response. So you can play with those two words to see which one is stronger. Um, and you know yourself better than I do if your start is action or if your start is, well, why am I doing this? Oh, for me, it's definitely why am I doing this? So that means that the word has to be on the other side, right? It ha- Discipline is a more right fit for you because it's more action-oriented. Right. And so that's meaning that what you, the, the skill that you really need is discipline over consistency. So the discipline is stronger um, and it's. I mean, it's more pass and fail, right? It's it's be, to be disciplined is just more aggressive than being consistent. You can kind of sort of weasel out of your consistency. It's hard to weasel out of developing discipline. Right. And so just think about those words for a second, because my gut tells me that you need the stronger action for everything else to sync up to it, which is being disciplined. Um, And we've learned, right, discipline is something that helps entrepreneurs excel because there is no thought or feeling or question. There's none of that. I must do X, Y, and Z, period. End of discussion. Doesn't mean if I like it or not, right? Doesn't even matter if I feel like it, is that the discipline. And so just try that on for size for a second. Write about them both. Um, As you craft your morning routine, thinking about discipline versus consistency, one of them is really just going to hit more in your gut, but my instinct tells me you're really looking for discipline. That's my two cents. And that actually makes sense now because um, yeah, you can get out of being consistent. And uh, yes, yeah, so discipline. Yeah, it's softer. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, and I always tell people that. Just think about me showing up at your house at 4.30 in the morning, right? If I'm showing up at your house at 4.30 in the morning and I'm going to do one thing for you, right? consistency is a little wishy-washy right disciplined it's like a drill sergeant i'm not asking you if you want to this is what we're doing yeah that then that that word would definitely be a better word for me because yep. i think I, I struggle with the discipline right and now what happens is that word is your root so when you do your five areas of focus with discipline as your measurements like you have no, there's no choice but to have movement. Right. Okay. Now, it sucks. <laughs> I just tell you, it sucks. It right. Sucks it's not going to feel it. good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not going to feel good. And so what you have to make sure, and you'll see as you go through the book, 
that you have that buddy for each of those areas of focus that are going to help you be disciplined. You're not just going to wake up disciplined. It's just not happening, right? It's your buddy, right? And it's the tools and it's the should and should nots that glue that into place so that you don't have to use your efforts in order to go through change. The tools are what holds it into place, not your effort. That's why willpower will never work. Willpower just means until it's not there. <laughs> it's just, you have the will until you don't. And then you repeat the cycle all over again. Okay. Well, thank you. Who so else? Much. Thank you. Thank you very I much like for it. chatting. Who else is here this morning? Hey, good morning, Amelia. Shantae. Hey, hey Shantae. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Oh, great. Tell me what's going on with your word. Uh, it's uncomfortable. Uh, I, I don't really like it in the sense of like, I feel like resistance in a sense to it, but I feel like it's the only word that'll get me to shift in my mindset to favor. Like I've been trying to unpack why it's uncomfortable for me to see myself favored or supported in that, like going forward with the things that I do. So I chose the word favored. Mm, tell me more about favored because that word is going to be very difficult for you to measure. Okay. Right? Like that things will work out. Like I don't have to go to, to like World War Three to get things done. Because the other word I was toying with was victorious. But I thought like that was just too, <laughs> too much warrior. Um, right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I just, I think like I, I have my own mental block with thinking about things that are like that I'm doing that it has to be hard uh, versus that there's a flow and a favor to them. Uh, if that makes sense. No, I don't think I'm using the right words. Oh yeah. A hundred, hundred percent. Right. But I can see the creative part of you, right. Showing up that you want to make it pretty and you want to make it marketing and you want it to sound cool. Right. Versus finding the word that actually is more the gut punch, right? Because growth work isn't pretty. There's just nothing pretty about it. Um, and so don't think about the artistic choosing of the word, more looking for the root of the struggle. So what I hear is that you create resistance when not necessarily it needs to be there, which is a belief system, right? Somebody taught you and demonstrated, I had the same parents, by the way, that things need to be hard in order for you to attain them. There's a belief system that's probably in your epigenetics that you work hard and yep. then you have success. And so you believe you have to work hard. And so what happens before you even start, you start creating resistance because that's your belief system. Are you with me? Out. Yes? Yeah, so, like that's totally it. Okay, so now what you're actually thinking about is the opposite of resistance, right? Which would be something in the world word of flow. But flow is a very yin word. It's a very why word. And so what you have to first be able to understand is when you go to do something, when you go to start, if I handed you a project, does your mind go, well, why am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Does it go there first or does it go to here's step one, here's step two, here's step three? 
I actually think about all the ways it can go wrong first. Like I think about the defense system first and mm-hmm. then lay out the steps. I automatically think in terms of what are what's going to be the assault. I, I'm always thinking of that first. So gotcha. Blind gotcha. Gotcha. So let's try this on for size. Okay. Let's think about a word such as momentum. Right. Creating not resistance, but creating momentum that moves you from one to another, to the another, to another momentum through the project, momentum through your day, momentum through your growth, momentum, right? Kind of like once you get a ball started, you kind of want to keep it in motion. And so momentum may be motion, maybe that word may be on that side, which allows it to be less fluffy right? And a little bit more measurable because you can measure if you had momentum through the day. Yeah. I like that. I was like, man, why do I have a problem with this word of favor? But momentum does feel more in line with me, like with who I am. Right. Because you, you are born of favor. You, you, you already have that. The problem that you're having is you're getting in the way you are getting in the way. It's not that you don't have favor. We all have favor, but why don't we see it? Well, because the human shows up and we start bossing favor around. We want it to work the way we want it. We want to control favor the way we want it, not the way that it was designed. And so the problem is never favor. The problem is the human. And so for you, you're unwinding a belief system that no longer works for you. That's what you're unwinding. That's the work that you're going to move through as you dissect the word momentum. Because momentum is something that your brain understands subconsciously. And if your goal is to keep in motion, keep in movement, regardless of the results, right? Not to measure the outcome, right? Because then you get into pass and fail and all that other stuff keeping momentum play with that and then circle back around after you have a minute to digest it because i'd love to hear as you attach it to your five areas of focus and your ingredients on the rest of it if it starts to fit because as you start putting together the plan this one word this hook it's either going to fit or it's not, right? So a lot of times when people get the word and they start putting it into the, the, the blueprint, they're like, oh, but I'm having a problem here and I can tweak it again so that it fits. But once this plan is together, there is no way not to have results. It's impossible, right? Because all of this work in Designing Genius drops down into your calendar and you literally have to go in and turn it off mathematically if you're pouring every day into what you've identified to be what you value your value drivers it's impossible not to have progress that's why this always works always works the only way it doesn't work is if you go into your calendar you're like nope i don't want financial freedom today nope i don't want to be happy nope i don't want peace nope i don't want those things you'd have to turn them off Awesome. 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 Does that feel a little bit better for you? But again, circle back, come back. The conversation's not over. Yes. Thank you so much.
We gotta go. I think we could do one more. Anybody else want to talk about one word? Hey, Amelia, I'm gonna jump in really quick just to deliver some information to everyone here. So the book that Amelia is referring to is called Designing Genius. It is on Amazon, so you can get it hardbound, paperback. It will help you design your genius 2023. If you sign up to the newsletter on designinggenius.com, you will be invited into the Zoom calls that we've already started, where you get to interact with the Designing Genius team, bring your one-on-one questions. We're also building a community feature that will launch in January uh, that will have more intimate conversations around your personal and professional life. And until the end of the month, the Designing Genius course, the link is at the top, is available for 40% off if you use the code HOLIDAY, all caps. And that will immediately trigger you invitations also into these Zoom rooms and conversations that we have. We have about twice a month right now in the community we're going to go to weekly. So back to you, Amelia. And let me tell you, those calls are rip-roaring. I mean, what you hear me do here is what I'm doing on those calls. I am just literally diving in to either give you a tool, design a tool for you, make sure that everything is in sync, and then it's accountability, 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 so that you cannot walk too far off course. So that is the purpose. And I'm so excited about the community portion of this because it really allows you guys to have your buddy systems in all of the areas uh, that you're working in. So thank you for everybody who's already been in our Zooms. I love them and I look forward to them and there's more to come. Okay, one more, one word before I toss this over. Let me see if I can do one more word. Hey, Amelia, it's Tamara. I'm after you, but I'd love if we go into our segment, I'd love to tell you my word. Oh my God. Yeah, we'd love, absolutely. I'm in. I'm on, I'm, I'm, I'm on that horse. Yes. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about a hard stop at seven. We can, we can riff for a minute because it's, it's really cool what you're talking about and something I've been simmering on. I, I pick my one word over my birth year, which is in October. Um, and so I've had it for a couple of months and I've already seen such fruition through it. And it's a, it's a word that's sits well with me in anticipation and excitement, but simultaneously calls me higher, um, especially because I can tend to be a control freak. Um, and so the word is risk. And mm. I'd love to hear just your thoughts before I give you any more. So tell me how, I love that word. Tell me how you're going to measure that though, right? How are you going to measure that you're staying in risk, which risk is really uncertainty and uncertainty is actually uncomfortable. Yeah, I think I would look to change. So like risk and change to me have a similar feeling um, because it feels abnormal to what we tend to want as humans, right? We wanna like keep things in flow. And for me, flow feels like symmetry and mm -hmm. symmetry feels like same. And so the, the amount of change that transpires that I am open to rather than um, the concept of unforced rhythms of grace just comes to me as I'm sharing. Right. Right. So as you see, again, what I want to be able to do is make sure that the word is the measurement as you get into those areas of focus, right? to make sure that there is something that allows you to push through to make sure you're into your future self, 
right? Because the, the today self must die in order for the future self to be chosen. And it creates chaos in your mind, right? So when you move into an event, right? And again, a human either goes, okay, I'm thinking about the doing, I'm thinking about the why. The minute you start thinking about it, you're in your pattern, right? Because that's how you do things. You have to literally intentionally go, okay, I'm going to not go based on my default and I'm going to go to what will my future self be doing and thinking, right? Which causes you to come present and an awareness. And in that, I want to make sure that you have that check and balance to hold your strong personality accountable in the area of growth that's going to be uncomfortable. Like, how are you going to make sure you're all the way out on that limb as you measure through? Does that make sense? Really, yeah, it makes total sense. Um, I guess I would default back to curiosity. Um, mm. Yep. And, Which and is, that's yeah. a good word. So see, that's a good word, right? Because again, you're facing a project or you're, mm -hmm. you're facing an event Mm -hmm. And you can say to yourself easily, am I at my highest point of curiosity mm -hmm. about this, right? Which forces your brain to go, well, I don't know. Is there anything else else to take a look at, right? It's yeah. beyond awareness. Curiosity is out on a limb to say, how can you be more inquisitive? What yeah. can you ask? What else can you see? Literally, <clears throat> for and again, you and I have strong personalities. Yeah. I when I'm in a situation like that, and and I've curiosity's been my word many times. Oh, I awesome. literally change my position. So that just think about in a meeting mm -hmm. when I get stuck in my own, I think I'm right. I get up and I change seats. I change my physical being always intentionally while I'm in an activity. I make sure I see it from a different side because that physical change allows me to see what I cannot see. And you can mentally do this as well, right? So you're like, okay, the answer is I'm gonna go to the grocery store and you're like, okay, I'm gonna go get the keys, I'm gonna get in the car. And then you go to yourself, how can I do this differently? Oh, I could go through the back door instead of going out the front door, right? That's yeah, the that. level of curiosity you have to lean into in order to see things differently. So it has to be very intentional. Yeah, I really love that. And I intentionality is a huge part of, I think, our being, right? And, and if we put that intention into those places, that feels really good. So I think if I match curiosity with risk, because risk, again, is against the, it's against the flow, it's against the grain, it's saying, I'm going to try this differently, I'm going to let go, like, let go, let God in that essence and, and push towards something that feels different. I love the, the actual physical repositioning is yeah. really unique and dynamic. So I feel curiosity, yeah. curiosity cannot exist without risk. It's yeah. not possible. Yeah. So good. It's implied, right? I mean, yeah. for you to be curious, you have to be like, woohoo, I'm just leaning into it, right? You <laughs> totally. can't have controlled curiosity or it's not curiosity. Okay. So you don't even have to worry about the risk. Risk is implied. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's really good. And cool. now your friends, right? Your genius circle, yeah. when they see you, like now every time I see you, I'm going to be saying, is this as curious as you can get?